The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A deal has been struck in Luxembourg yesterday afternoon as the EU Council made a historic agreement on the Nature Restoration Law. Now, this deal is going to set specific targets for the first time on restoring nature through things like the rewetting of areas like drained peatlands, increasing green spaces in urban areas, improving biodiversity and lands used for agriculture and forestry. And to fill us in on what this is likely to mean for Ireland, I'm joined by the Minister of State for Heritage and Electoral Reform, Green Party TD for Carlo Kilkenny, Malcolm Noonan. Good morning, Malcolm. Good morning, Anton. This is the nature by which or the manner in which this vote has been arrived at is relatively bureaucratically complex. So let us set that aside and look at the implications for Ireland. Are they significant? Yeah, really significant. I mean, yesterday, first of all, to say that it was a um, really a historic day in the sense that it moves the process forward. It still has a distance to go. Uh, it's still got to go to the Environment Committee on the 27th of June and then the Parliament, the MEPs have to vote on it yet, but I think it, it certainly showed progress. And although some countries voted against and some abstained, I still think the general mood in the room was good. So in terms of its implications for Ireland, they are going to be significant. I mean, there, I think there's been a lot of focus on the rewetting and quite rightly so. But there are a number of articles here around urban ecosystems, around free flowing rivers, around our estuaries, our marine area. And um, and our Nature 2000 network, our, our, our Article 1 habitat. Now, can you break some of those down? Habitats. You say urban areas. That means we'll get more parks? Well, it means they're, they're, they're talking about urban tree cover. And or, and, and have, you look at the flooding we've had in, in Tralee, in my own hometown of Kilkenny, in the last few days with the extreme, with the, the heavy rainfall. It's around nature-based solutions and having uh, solutions in there to, to manage the, that, that, but also increasing nature in urban areas. So I think it's critically important uh, that you connect habitats, that you have a connection both in rural and urban. And I think that's going to be significant. And that will fall down to when, if we get to a, a positive conclusion towards the end of this year, each member state will have to embark on what's called a nature restoration plan. So that's a two year process. We have to go and engage broadly with stakeholders and develop a plan that is meets the ambition of the nature restoration law. One of the things in the summary of the agreement that is referenced is the improvement in biodiversity in lands used for agriculture. Does that mean for farmers listening that they are going to lose arable land that they could use for purposes that would bring them profit? No, what we would see is additional um, payments there for doing the right thing for nature. So, for instance, we have a fantastic project up in the northwest around Donegal and Mayo called Wild Atlantic Nature, where in the last few weeks, farmers have been paid uh, on average payments of €3,200, uh, 2400000 million going into the local economy up there. And that's a, a life project. It's a five-year cycle. So what we're very keen to pursue is this idea of a nature fund that we can give long-term certainty to landowners. And we don't see agriculture and nature as being separated from each other. Nature needs farming and farming needs nature. Therefore, it's really important um, and we've been messaging this right across this uh, process over the last year that we support the farming community to do the right, put in the right measures and get rewarded for doing that. Now, why do we need this to be an agreement at a European federal level? Surely we could, as an independent state, say we will do all of this on our tot. I, I think we could and I think we should anyway. And I've said that uh, uh, in the last couple of weeks too, that if this failed. But, you know, this stems from the coming um, global, global biodiversity framework that was agreed last year in, in Montreal, the EU Biodiversity Strategy and the EU Green Deal. So it's a, a, it, it requires that that pan-European approach because nature, the, the, the measures we've taken to date 
uh, in the, under the current uh, EU biodiversity strategy have failed. We've, we've, all the trends are going in the wrong direction. Our water quality is, is disimproving. We're losing spaces for nature. A lot of habitats are in poor condition. And in Ireland, that's reflected very much as it is broadly across Europe as well. Now, of course, the difficulty is there are competing pressures in all of this. If you take the Irish context, there is the pressure for housing and house construction at the same time, which, of course, eats up green spaces in extra-urban areas. There is the pressure for enough food production to feed ourselves and for export. How do you balance all of that? I think we can. I think there's. I, I think very much um, it's going to require local authorities in, in the urban element of it to ensure that we can actually develop and, and meet our housing requirements. And it can be done using very, very uh, innovative planning and, and landscaping and and design uh, to include in our urban areas spaces for nature. And we, and those spaces then will alleviate, help uh, attenuate flooding and, and other uh, give us clean air and in our urban centres as well. And certainly then in relation to agricultural output, we don't see that there's going to be um, a reduction in agricultural output. In, in fact, I think having pollinators and having uh, good clean water is beneficial to farming. So I think it's actually only going to be a good thing for farming in Ireland. You mentioned the broad support that this move at European level has received. It didn't receive support, or at least not total support, from the European People's Party, which is the party of which Fine Gael, your coalition um, partner, is uh, part of. Are you disappointed in them? No, I think they, they you know, they had, they, there's there's challenges there for all member states. And, and we, we listened as every member state put forward their case yesterday. And and certainly at a political level, this is what political brinkmanship brings. And I think it's important uh, looking at that as an observer yesterday, uh, but also as a participant, I think it was interesting to see that dynamic at play. And, and now, I mean, I think the onus falls on the parliament, on the environment committee. But does it say something about your capacity to, to persuade your colleagues? If the arguments that you are making are as you outline, so if this is going to be beneficial for agriculture, if this is going to be beneficial for urban areas, if this is going to be beneficial for water quality if it is all upside how come Fine Gael and the wider group that they're part of don't get it? It's not that they don't get it it's a challenge for everyone as I say and it's a challenge politically we're all facing elections next year and um, each each member state are probably f- uh, facing parliament ele- national elections as well um, I, I think what's, what's interesting is that they've now we've now could collectively moved a distance from where we were and 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 I think that's that's important I want to pay tribute to our own team uh, from National Parks and Wildlife Service and uh, Marine Area who have done fantastic work and played a pivotal role in getting us this far so I, th- I think there's a distance to go and I'm confident we'll get there I mean yesterday sitting through it I was thinking of the, the farmers who are farming for concrete in Donegal I'm thinking of the, the community down in Maharis who have embraced the Natterjack Toad and doing fantastic work supporting uh, biodiversity in their areas and right Right across the country over the past three years, I'm meeting amazing people. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.